0: The following podcast, make it's an adult language and an abundance of chat, chat. chet, 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 chet. So get ready, nerds, because we're talking C, season two, episode three, The Compass.
1: Let's do this thing. Hell yeah, bro.
0: Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Salton Air Podcast where we talk about our favorite TV show and apparently Apple Plus is like numero uno, C. Season two, and we are on. We are on episode three right now. Uh, it was, it was pretty good. It was something. man. It was something. This actually, this week has been fantastic for us uh, as far as this show goes. But we'll get to that in a second. First, I'm surrounded by my fantastic panel of nerds. Matt Vader seventy four is here.
1: Welcome, sir. Hey, hey. How here you doing, are, buddy? I'm good, man. I'm good. Are you enjoying the show still? I I am much more so than last year. Excellent. Yeah, this is a this is fun now. I'm I'm into it. Cool. I'm in, like, Game of Thrones mode with this show. No now. shit? Yeah, I really am. <laughs> wow. Really am. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. Jude is also here. Welcome.
2: Uh, I love it when Vader is excited to watch
1: this. You get so excited when he's
2: like, <laughs> yeah, I like this a show. He's well, all yeah, the time. Yeah. <laughs> <be like> <laughs> when he likes something, it tickles me.
1: When, when I feel like I'm forced to watch something. <laughs> you, you get I'm, real salty. It's like, I don't want to watch
2: He's not, not a joy to sit next no. to when he hates things. And I,
1: and I don't have, like, fun things to say about it. I just I might as well just not show up. Well, so, <laughs> we love you, and you. I, I know
2: we need to take like maybe for the finale of this season we need to like everybody i'm talking to you too, call off work and we watch it together
0: <laughs> i would be glad to call off work
3: matt katish is here producer of the show welcome sir thanks for having me I, my hatred of the show continues to grow <laughs> because it gets it's getting too good mm-hmm. I don't like it. <laughs> you're crazy. You're a madman. Uh,
0: so just so everybody is aware, uh, we've had some developments, uh, this past week, which we are excited, like beyond belief for, um, some of the cast and crew has actually reached out to us and said that they watch our show and that they enjoy it. So Holy cow. Thank you. <laughs>
1: Thanks.
0: Guys. Uh, and also thank you for having a sense of humor. There's a lot of people out there when we talk about something, James Mangle, and we get like <coughs> salty about it. They take it real personal. You guys have not done that. You guys have all said how much you love us and how much we have fun with it and how on point we are with everything that's going on in the show. So and
2: honestly, that endears us even more. Oh my the God.
0: Show. 100%. Yeah. We're like, Oh my
1: God. These people like, look, they're uh, normal. Here's the thing. <laughs> What's up? I don't care if people watch the show because <laughs> um, if it sucks, I'm going to tell you It sucks.
0: That's one of the great things. One of the, uh, one of the cast members actually reached out to us and they were like, Hey, listen, keep doing what you're doing and give us your honest opinions because that's what we like. Like we, we don't, yeah, don't, don't change anything. So we won't, we promise we will be brutally honest as we we always are.
1: We were not nice last year. We were not nice last year. We're (laughs) much nicer this year because
0: the show's freaking good. much much better. It's much better. Yeah. (laughs) All right. That being said, uh, we are going to get into heavy spoilers for Episode 3. So if you haven't seen it, go watch it, come back, and we'll talk about it uh, with you guys. But uh, Mr. Kadish, take it away, sir. What is the uh, what
3: is this episode all about? And get into that first scene. Well, before we get into it, why don't we take a quick break to... listen to
0: some I was so excited to talk about the show. I forgot about our ad writing. <laughs> <laughs> we
4: forgot to be professional. But, yeah,
0: that's right. We will. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back after these messages, and we'll get into spoilers. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, if you would like to support what we do here on the podcast, become a club member. You guys are going to get exclusive access to four podcasts per month that are only for club members. This is where we are going to be our most unfiltered raw. These are the opinions that might get us removed off of YouTube. We don't have to worry about any of that stuff. Uh, also, Spotify and iTunes and all these people the, the the tech overlords might take us down if we say something on whatever. You know how they are. Uh, Become a club member and you don't have to worry about any of that. And uh, we have a ton of fun. We have a fantastic community over on our Discord where you will get exclusive access to our club members only. Uh, Thank you guys that are there right now. Um, It's such a fun, fantastic community that we have. We do live streams. We do watch parties. uh, We do Q&A sessions. And of course, become a club member. You guys will get um, access to our huge backlog of extra content that we've made over the past two years. So uh, jump in, it's a great value, and we really appreciate the support. Everything in
3: the members area is ad free, Mm -hmm. and uh, also uh, they get access to our blooper reels too, the stuff that doesn't make it onto the air.
0: Yeah, and I'm not talking blooper reels like, there's some flubbing of words, but most of it is just us going on tangents that have yeah. nothing to do. We with, drink
2: a lot. We drink a lot. And sometimes by the end of the day, we get real fun. My, <laughs> my,
1: my, my best work is in the, the, the outtakes. Yeah, right, yeah. So. It's literally like it's Vader
0: going off on like these weird tangents about like rape elevators and stuff. It's weird <laughs> shit. <laughs> but it's fun. So join in, join the club membership, become part of the community. We have a fantastic time with you guys. And If uh, you don't
2: know who Vader is, it's because you're not a patron. <laughs> and uh, we had to cut most of the shit he says out. Know, right?
1: <laughs> very non-political. We will I'm get very, very non-PC. We will get demonetized. <laughs>
0: All right, everybody. Let's get into this. See episode 3, The Compass. Take it away, Mr. Kadish.
3: All right. So, Episode three, The Compass. First of all, I I just want to give a shout out to uh, Jonathan Tropper, who it turns out is the uh, new showrunner. So he took over for season two and he's been doing a bang up job Mm -hmm. uh, addressing pretty much every one of our complaints Mm -hmm. uh, about the first season. Um, For those of you who don't know, he used to work on the show like uh, he was the showrunner for a Showtime original series called Banshee. And uh, you love
2: that show.
3: No. (laughs) Uh, I've I've watched every episode of it um the the original premise was basically there's a convict who goes to the small town to kind of like find money that he buried back when he was Robin banks and he gets uh he takes over the identity of the local sheriff who gets murdered the day he shows up and so everyone thinks he's the new sheriff in town but he's actually like a uh, criminal and he he starts uh sher- policing the city like a criminal would um and it, it's a the first season was good, but they had a hard time kind of sustaining the concept beyond that. So, I like to tell people that it's not a very good show, but it has so many awesome things in every single episode that you couldn't help but like it. Um, so, and I kind of feel like C the same way, although it's it's slowly becoming the type of show that's like, wow, this appeals is really to good. everyone. Yeah, yeah. 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 And and it it does have those like really awesome moments. In fact, he's doing a, another show on HBO Max. Called well,
0: he's, Warrior. it's already done. I think it was his baby before he did C. And I started watching Warrior on HBO, and it's like very comic booky kung fu. Lots of badass fight scenes in like the, based in the eighteen hundreds, where the the. Um, Asian, uh, the triads mm-hmm. triads will came over to America and San Francisco area. And they kind of like took over the area, the Bay area kind of stuff. And it's just like, it's real political. There's a lot of like mafia shit going on. Yeah, but so the, the fight scenes are freaking yeah, dope. That yeah. sounds
1: like something I'd actually kind of like.
0: Is it yeah.
2: animated?
1: No, no, no it's live. Oh, no, actually. but I mean,
0: when I say
3: comic bookie, I mean like just
0: the tone.
2: I was just clarifying.
0: Yeah. The tone is very over the top.
3: Yeah. And Banshee had amazing fight scenes too. In fact, Anthony Starr, the guy who plays Homelander on the boys was the main character. In banshee that that's okay. what i knew him from before, oh, before okay. the boys mm. nice so um so that was cool but jonathan tropper actually has confirmed that c takes place 500 years in the future yes thank you yeah he reached out to us and he was like hey by the way guys 500, 500 years yeah.
2: thank you because that was driving me out of my fucking <laughs> mind <I know>. yeah.
3: <laughs> so, so it didn't sound I right last like week i
2: was fighting myself over it
3: <laughs> so we have confirmation. Yeah. From the, the showrunner himself. Uh-huh. From the showrunner himself.
2: Screw you, Hollywood
3: reporter. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be nice if they actually told us this in the show. I know, right? Well, what? who's going to say, oh, it's been okay, five. Well, I mean, maybe Paris. We maybe are
2: it. the official C podcast <laughs> and we are here to tell the people. It's, it's 500 years. I'm
0: so freaking excited that they said that they watch our shit. That's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> Thank you. And okay. also... Don't hurt us. <laughs>
3: <laughs> baby, don't hurt baby. <laughs> All right, so this episode starts off with Ido Voss, who looks really good after being shot by three arrows. I know, right? <laughs> uh, he's giving the, the Trevantine and High Council a rundown of the escape. Uh, they're asking him the same questions the audience has, like, why didn't you just kill Baba Voss when you had him? And what do you mean you had Tamakta June captive all this time?
2: <laughs> <laughs> and stuff like that. These are all really good questions. Yeah. yeah.
3: And uh, Ido Voss basically uh, concludes that Baba Voss had help on the inside to escape, and the council charges him with finding the traitor. And Ren is like, oh, yeah, shit. Ren is straight freaking out. Oh, yeah. uh,
2: Ren needs to get the fuck out of yeah, there. Yes, really please. <laughs> She's <laughs> about this
3: close like, to getting found what out.
2: What are you waiting for? Are you afraid to leave your apartment? Yeah. Like, well, I mean, it's a five star. Go? It's got clean sheets. Know, it's rent controlled.
1: <laughs> I wonder if anybody knows she lives up there.
0: I don't know. That's a good question. But uh, yeah, I'm worried. I'm genuinely worried for Ren because I'm like, yeah. she, I don't know what her motivation is for sticking around, but yeah. she's in deep if shit. If Fido
2: finds out, she can see he's going to try and impregnate her. <laughs> he's going to broodmare her. Oh, yeah. that's true. Yeah. 100%.
0: yeah she, she's got to go. Yeah. She's got to get, get out of there. I well, think what might happen is I think Henua uh, uh, might go back and save her. And be like we need to get the fuck out of
3: here. Let's go. Well, also, so point, so yeah. Joe Flanagan makes another appearance as the head military guy in the scene. Yeah. I, re- yeah. I recognize him this time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and so he makes it clear that the Ganites are the more pressing threat than you know Queen Kane, and they were talking about how to June was going to be a great source of of information intelligence on Queen Kane and her plans. And so they're they're very pissed off that he escaped. And and Flanagan's like, hey. Ito Voss like you're being distracted by all this site stuff uh you need to you're our best strategist we need you working on the Ganite threat mm. um and so uh but it's kind of funny because Ito like you wouldn't know that he just got shot by three arrows. No. Oh, he's he, a badass he's though. Acting. I mean he's
0: freaking built like a freaking brick shit house. Some scars are on the inside. But but, but
3: <laughs> I I also think it's one of those things where like he he knows like if if he revealed that he got shot by arrows, they'd be kind of onto like Hannah can see and, and yeah, and he, he kept her a secret yeah. this entire time. Mm-hmm. So he, he's playing the long game.
0: There's one thing that I really talking about. Uh, is it Flanagan? Joe Flanagan, Joe Flanagan from Stargate Atlantis. Yeah. Um, my wife's huge fan. So
3: we're all huge fans. Yeah. They,
0: yeah. I, I haven't, I never, I haven't watched Atlantis that much. I've seen a couple episodes here and there while my wife was watching. Dude, I, I, I think Atlantis is my favorite of the story. I need to games. get into it. I need to start watching yeah. that show.
2: Stop talking about things I haven't seen yet. I'm sorry. <laughs> me and Juke can watch it together.
0: <laughs> uh, anyway, the, the, when he's talking about the Ganites and he's like, these are the greater threat. We don't really, uh, Queen Cain is in a weaker position right now. We have to worry about this other thing. That to me was like, it, it opens up the world oh, yeah. a little bit. I'm super man. excited. Yeah. To hear more about like what's going around. I want to know what the hell's going on in New York City. There's probably city little blind city states all over the country. Dude, that's what I'm saying. Like, can you imagine like what I imagine when I hear this is like we see the way the Trevantes fight the Pions, and like they have all their different styles. Mm -hmm. And then you got the the Alkini. Who are like very much like tribal and very cavemanish, you know, mm-hmm. with their
3: their skins and stuff like that. And then I'm like, I want I want to know what life is like in those other areas. Yeah. Well, well, you know what struck me as interesting is that so the the Pyans are a monarchy; they're ruled by a, by a queen. Mm-hmm. The Trevantes are a, a republic; mm-hmm. they're they're a uh, they have a republic and a ruling them. Yeah. So I just thought that was an interesting distinction there. Yeah. The world building in this I'm in this season is dope.
2: Really excited because uh, I know uh, a lot of season three is already done, but I'm really excited for season four, where Jean Claude Van Damme comes down from Canada. Yes. And yeah. the French Canadians yeah. start a yes. war. Yep, that's <laughs> write that yeah, down. Yeah,
3: Mr. Tropper, <laughs> <I'm making laughs> get on the phone with Jason JCB. <laughs>
2: Immediately. Make it happen.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean he's. God, can you imagine when he shows dude, up, dude? If that happened, <laughs> well, I'm going to lose my fucking. Mind. I'd lose my fucking mind too. <laughs> yeah. Jean
0: Claude Van Damme is a French Canadian blind guy that War comes Lord. down.
4: Yes.
3: <laughs> I mean, Jason Momoa versus JCVD. Oh my oh god. god. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
4: Give me.
2: Oh I'm my so, god. Oh my god. Please write. That I'm only this. slightly
0: drunk, and I'm really excited. And also,
2: like, if you don't have time, we'll totally write it for you. <laughs> <laughs> I just really want
0: that to happen. <laughs> All right. Um, I did have one question about this episode or this scene that we talked about. So there's an overhead shot of uh, of Dave Batista as Ido Voss from the council room. And it's mm-hmm. it's like there's a triangle on the floor. So it's obviously he's like some kind of a meaning. Like you stand here if you're speaking. Um, but above his head is these rolls of rope yeah. that are like moving. That's because there's and there's stenographers. So the, is that what's happening? <laughs> yeah. Is they're just notating everything that's oh, happening I down? I Missed that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that
2: makes sense?
0: Yeah. So it's just like there's a there's a giant scroll of string mm-hmm. that like has recorded every meeting that they've ever had. I'm assuming yeah. that's what it's that's, for. Yeah, that's what it is. Okay. I thought that was really cool. Yeah.
1: Also, kind of goofy, kind of weird, but I'm all right with it.
2: Yeah. Where are we getting all of this twine? I don't. And know. is well, it like specific twine? It's from it's the like it's from the
4: silk
1: it. lord. They're making it.
3: Oh yeah. And he's dead now, so they're going to be in oh, trouble. Because
2: and the slavers, yeah, it all connects.
3: Gotcha. All right, Katie, what happens next? All right, so in the next scene, Driller Morell is still blind and no one cares.
4: Skip. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, he
3: stresses to his son how important it is that no one knows that he can no longer see, especially the Treventians. So mm. nobody cares about Driller Morell. I don't give a shit about <laughs> Driller Morell. But I will say this,
0: like I was watching, I almost felt sympathy for him when he was talking to his son. I'm like, oh man, poor bastard, like. He's like, I had this legacy. I lived for this. This was my life's work. You know, he's going through his little speech and he's like, and then he does the dumbest freaking thing. And he's like, you must keep reading so you can fix my eyes. I'm like, bro, we have a boiler downstairs so we can have a light bulb on. I don't know how to do freaking eye surgery. You idiot. Yeah. He's not very smart. And then he, and he throws a freaking childish fit about it. And he like, you know, destroys this stuff on his side table. I was like, at at that point, I'm like, no, the, the whole thing I, I the whole know. thing
1: in this show where where, where <laughs> the people who can't see are the dumbest people in this show <laughs> is brilliant to me it, it really is because they, they are they're dumb we take yeah. our eyesight for granted so much well, I, I mean that line came back and it's just with what was uh
0: Jason Momoa said last episode or, or whatever, and he's like, Your eyes make you clumsy and loud. Yeah, well, yeah they do. 100%. Yeah, they
3: really do. Well, Jude has said numerous times that the people who can see are the truly handicapped people in this show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're they're nailing that down in this season, which yeah. I'm not ready right for. But yeah, mm-hmm. I,
0: I really I did not like Jerome Morel in this episode i was like
3: nobody likes Jerome Morel.
0: Yeah, i know but like you're not supposed to i thought maybe they were going to try and go the sympathetic
3: route and like make him
2: they almost did i almost I did
3: to it. but yeah continue on kish all right so hanawa baba voss and tamakta June go to the rendezvous point but paris is not there hanawa finally has time to talk to her dad about her mother being a princess and baba voss says it's a surprise to him too was says that if Tamakta Jun is lying about their mother being alive, she wants to help Baba Voss kill him. And Baba mm-hmm. Voss is all like, father-daughter Aww, time. Nice. Dude, mm-hmm. that <laughs> scene where she's like, you're going to help. I'm going to help you
0: kill him. And he's like, yeah, it's all right.
1: Fine. <laughs> I'm like,
0: Hannah was such a freaking savage. Yeah. I love it. She's got this dark side to her. She's like, I want to murder this guy yeah. with you. It's uh, like,
2: can what? We, can we talk a little bit about Tamakta June? Mm-hmm. Of course. Okay. Because I discovered something this week that I'm furious that I didn't know until I looked it up, what's up? I looked up his IMDb. Um, he was uh, Dexter's brother in Dexter.
3: No shit. Yeah. Yeah, the first season.
2: Yeah. Oh, I had no idea. He
3: looks so different, he dude,
2: and sounds completely okay.
0: different. So uh, I didn't want to like shout names out or anything like that, but the actor who plays Tom, Tom, like, Christian
3: Camargo, Cam-, Cam Argo, Christian. Camaro. Don't yeah. rely
0: on Katie. Yeah. He's the He's destroyer the of words. Worst yeah. Christian, Christian, he Camargo. replied to one of our stories where we had Tamak June in in on Instagram as as I like put music to it and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I'm like, this guy's such a badass. And uh He's
2: one of my favorite characters. Oh, he's dope. Oh, he's yeah. all of our favorite yeah, characters. Yeah. <laughs> like
0: Tamokta June's a freaking badass. But uh, like when I saw the Instagram uh profile picture, I was like, I had to double check. Uh I'm like, I don't think that's him because he looks like nothing like his character. I have
2: scrolled past his picture on IMDb (laughs) a thousand times until I went to actually like look up him and I was like, oh shit. I looked at his history and I was like, oh shit. I can't believe I didn't realize this before. He he
3: looks like a, a little pretty boy um, and Dexter, you know, and yeah. this he's, one, he's all grizzled and like. I <laughs>
2: know, he embodies a fucking character. Yeah, sir. I, I literally well had done. to, I
0: looked at the Instagram tag, and I'm like, that's not him.
2: He changes his voice either. And
0: I, I clicked on it, and then I went to IMDb, and I was like, holy shit, that is him. Like, the actor, like, literally <laughs> personifies this
3: character. It's oh crazy. Oh my
2: God. It's amazing. Love it's it. a if, complete if, makeover. If I
3: ever get a chance to interview him, I think it'd just be 45 minutes talking about beard care. and yeah, like, like, Right? <laughs> how do you grow that thing? <laughs> oh my God, if I
2: find out that thing is fake, I'm going to be so
1: upset <laughs> <laughs> about, is, about seven
2: months now
1: you're, yeah you're doing all right mm-hmm. all right
0: i, I noticed uh,
2: when you walked in
1: today so we're all established
0: that to june is awesome mm-hmm. um, but yeah i really did like this the conversation this episode is really good at um dumping some exposition that's really really needed there was yeah, a it, lot
2: we learned in this episode yes, that we needed
0: yes yeah, there's
1: you know, a ton of it wasn't a real action heavy episode not really but it was but, but and I, there was a lot of Exposition. exposition. Explaining
2: yeah. some but it, but it shit good. that happened and setting up some things that are gonna happen. That, yeah. Yeah. there
3: was some much needed exposition. Yeah, like 100%. They, they really filled out some stuff that like the audience was like, Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank yeah. You. When <laughs> like usually when
0: there's a filler episode and I'm like, oh it's just a filler episode. There's like a, a breaking point, you know, a mm-hmm. column before the storm. Yeah. This was that, but also really like necessary. informative. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. All right. Continue, Kadesh. What happens next? All right. So Tamakta is able to figure out that Kofun has been taken by witch finders. <laughs> Hanoa informs Jun and Baba Voss that the queen has declared that the sighted are no longer witches, which means that Kofun is somewhat safe. She then tells them that Kofun was taken to Pensa because Kofun used one of his superpowers to write on a rock the exact location this, this he's being kidnapped. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like it's literally uh, the only Baba thing Mons he asks, did, did he leave you a sign? And she's like, "Yes." And he literally wrote "pensa." pensa. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. We both
2: cracked up. They just showed the word "pensa." She's like, "Yes." He left yes. me a clue, and the clue is "pensa." Hey. pensa. They took me to pensa. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Copy right. that. The fucking greatest superpower in this show is to be able to <laughs> reave a note.
2: I
3: mean, that's the only thing. That he can do. Nice. I, I mean, he gets kidnapped so much uh-huh. that he needs to be able to do that.
2: He should be dropping breadcrumbs <laughs> everywhere that he Poor goes. Bastard. If he goes to the bathroom, he should leave clues along the way. Like, but that's like,
0: we joke about it because it's ridiculous. But also, that is the best way for oh, yeah. those two to communicate, oh, for sure.
1: and nobody would ever know. Just, yeah. just put up a fucking billboard. Yeah, say, hey, hey, I'm going over I'm this over way. Here. <laughs> I'm over this way. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's the greatest superpower that. Tofu
0: has it's awesome. It's great. (laughs) Which also made
2: me think, like, I don't know, why didn't the witch finders like hear him writing that on Because it's not like he has chalk. Yeah,
0: he's sitting there like, what are you doing, bro? Nothing. He had to
2: like carve it with like a stick or a rock or something.
0: The last uh, uh, last season, he did it with a charred piece of of wood, and he he carved it in from from the fire that they were sitting next to. I feel like he should
2: invent paint.
0: That would be epic. Yeah. I mean, they have face paint, so you know, just just mud, or, or maybe like <laughs> like palm sharpie from Driller Morel. Like a five hundred year old sharpie still works. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, well, we're enough making fun of tofu. Uh, go ahead. What happens next? <laughs> you right. Probably write
2: SOS in water bottles. <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right. So at Pensa, Lord Harlan brings a survivor of Kanzua before Queen Cain, and the survivor reveals that the queen destroyed Kanzua. Harlan then kills the man and hands the queen his tongue. Oh, that was, letting her was that know- his tongue? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought it was his ear. No. no, no, it was his tongue. Letting her know that her secret is safe with him. So long as he gets the marriage he wants. This was freaking dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's doing I some straight, love Some this. Straight
1: up Littlefinger shit right now. Oh, on. yes. <laughs> but you know what
0: though? Little, I don't think Littlefinger would have somebody else kill them yeah. like secretly. Like, ooh, I'm going to do this. Yeah. This dude just straight up oh, fucking yeah. cuts the guy's throat.
2: This guy will get his hands dirty. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. I well, like well, that. He starts the scene by telling the queen, "Is like, just be, be quiet so no one knows you're here. I want yeah. you to hear this. And the queen's like, ooh,
0: okay. You I know what I like though? Is that the dude that came in, he was just a guard. He's like, there's somebody else here. Because he did the, he just like I loved that. This little le- echolocation mm-hmm. thing like he's like there's somebody else here who is it? And yeah. he's like oh it's a servant who's loyal to me. He like covered it up. But yeah, that was cool. It was cool just to kind of give it a little bit of more idea of what these
3: people's abilities are. Yeah. So they can tell when there's so more than one person. So we don't have to guess. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, Lord Harlan's definitely playing the Game of Thrones on this oh, one. Oh,
2: he's playing that oh, long dude. game. Like, like it it, it even
3: makes me wonder if like the guy was actually from Kanzawa. Right. Or, and if he just like set it up and uh-huh. the guy didn't know he was going to be murdered.
2: Uh-huh.
3: Oh, you think? Well, yeah, think was because that- Harlan already yeah, knows the
1: story. That's what I thought.
3: I you think it was I thought, fake? I thought it was fake. Oh, wow. I
0: didn't take it to I thought he was legit like a guard. Maybe he
1: might have been. Huh. But I, in I, my head, he, yeah, Harlan I, set that up.
3: Just to I, play I, with her. I and mean, like the, the show never gave us a clue that the, it wasn't anything other than what it presented itself to mm-hmm. be. But like in my head, I was like, I wonder if we're going to find him because his brother let him in and his brother is just as like, you know, crafty as he is. And he's, in, they're both in cahoots. So I'm like, I wonder if like this is a setup because he's trying to manipulate uh, Queen <laughs> Kane. And, you
1: know, and C- Queen Kane, man, she knows the game. Oh, she's, yeah. She's probably three steps ahead of Harlan. I hope
3: she is. <laughs> I hope she is.
0: Also, Harlan has one of the best beards in this show. Oh,
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, 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 his his beard was magnificent in the Sleepy Hollow too. Yeah. What? Which, which the one with Johnny Depp? No, the, the TV show. Oh, I didn't. He watch was that, Ichabod. Okay. The Lord Harlan was Ichabod Crane in the TV show. Oh, cool. The, you know, there's there's a lot yeah. of good beard beards in this yeah show. the beards are on
0: point in this show which is weird but also really cool um
2: we're great admirers of the beards in this show well sure. i i just well
0: not seriously when i lose my job it's coming it's going it's going it's going right. you're, you're gonna tamak
3: tomoc- to june it. i'm gonna tomoc- to, i'm gonna shave half my head just to go badass yeah, we're,
2: we're all gonna be you wearing you should become like, an albino
3: we're all gonna be wearing, wearing weird leather straps behind our yes, heads with little spikes in your ears we're gonna go full. Oh, I'm gonna do a feather cuff. <laughs> oh, those
0: are.
1: I, I actually really like those. Are we gonna start? Uh, it's growing on are me. Are we gonna start cosplaying for this?
0: Yes. Every
2: oh day. God.
1: Where's your braids today, man? I, I just kind of felt
0: your like going. Your beard low looks key today.
2: nice today. Yeah, it's, hey, it's, it's, it's uh, cute. Uh, I cut this.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. All right. <laughs> anyway, so the scene. I. This was like one of those moments where it was like an oh shit moment for me when he cut the dude's throat. Oh, I knew that
2: was coming. Yeah. I,
0: I didn't though. I didn't see I that coming. Like, he's
2: definitely got to murder this dude.
0: I, I mean. I should have seen it coming, but I'm not as smart as you. Um,
2: <laughs> that tracks.
0: Anyway, so I was like, I was blown away. I was like, holy shit, just freaking hurt. And then the way he like gets down on the floor and starts freaking like ripping the dudes. I thought it was his ear because I thought like ears would have some kind of a significance to the story was like,
2: okay. you know. But also he's flapping that tongue. And yeah. It shouldn't have been.
0: Okay. I couldn't tell which one it was, but it was just a bloody piece of flesh. Mm-hmm. So I assumed it was an ear, but
3: oh, it could it be a, a big tongue. pink tongue. Okay, okay cool. It was
2: dick. And then she feeds it. <laughs>
3: That would have
0: been nasty. <laughs> That's some Norseman shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's some fura. <laughs> anyway, all right, before
3: you get to that, Alex. Yeah, so ahead. a rope comes for the queen, telling her of, that Kofun has been recovered by the witch finders. Mm. She goes and sees Magra to inform her that her son is still alive, but the, that there is no sign of Baba Voss or Hanowa. Queen Kane convinces Magra that in order to keep Kofun safe, she must enter into a marriage alliance with Lord Harlan. Magra reluctantly agrees, but figures out that Queen Kane lost her child.
2: I was just gonna say, like, and also <laughs> she reveals that there's no way to protect Kofun yeah. unless she agrees to this marriage.
3: I like that.
0: Queen, again, Queen Kane playing the Game, game of Thrones, right? Mm-hmm. She's is. I, I felt like Magra in the last episode was a little bit subdued. I was, okay. I was a little disappointed. I was worried that they were going to like put her character on the back burner because I really like Magra and I wanted her to kind of play along with this mm-hmm. whole thing. And I, She wasn't really that okay. active. She I just, like
2: her a lot in this episode.
0: Yeah, this episode was like Magra. She, she, gets, to, she gets to do, do some, some shit. Stuff, this was yeah. good for her. Yeah. This,
2: this episode was good this for
0: is, her. I needed that though because last episode I was really worried that she was just going to be like reacting to everything going on around her because she doesn't yeah. seem as savvy as her sister. But in this episode... It, her she her knowledge definitely has yeah. her moments. She's here. got some craftiness to it. I her actually have a
3: lot for. to say about Magra and Queen Cain, which I'll do after we're done yeah. recapping the episode. Okay. One of the things I, I thought was interesting with how Queen Cain, like when the guy comes in to give her the the rope message mm. um, from the Witchfinders, uh, she just feeds that tongue that Harlan gave her to the dog. Mm-hmm. And-
0: yes, a savage move. Mm. God, I love Queen Cain.
2: These these people are all chess pieces to her. Mm. Oh
3: yeah. Uh, also, but like she looked okay. genuinely emotional when Magro kind of embraced her over the loss of the baby i yeah. loved
2: that moment because but, she allowed herself to actually have a a real moment and i believed that it was a real and moment. again like too.
0: the the moment where that happens where she's like where magra like embraces her like i'm so sorry you lost the baby that's that's heartbreaking you can see queen kane is up here and and then she starts breaking down mm-hmm. and you can see it in her face she's like oh shit and then she can't keep it in
3: well, there, there was also that whole thing where Magra, for once, actually used her superpower to tell yes. that the queen was lying to her, <laughs> and that that's how she was able to discern that the baby had been lost. So it was it was a very good sister moment. And yeah, I, I, I
1: thought the actresses really did a great job in in showing that emotion. Yeah, and in, in, in bringing that scene.
0: So one because- of our one of our club members for the Salty Nerd Club mm-hmm. reached out to us about this episode, and they were like, "Hey, I listened to this episode." On what is it, AD? What is that audio something? I don't know. Where like is. the audio is like super hyped up for, for mm-hmm. people for blind people. It like describes oh, what's okay. happening. Oh yeah yeah yeah. And she, they said like during this scene, you can you can hear a heartbeat when she's <gasps> like there's cool. there's only one heartbeat. Where's the other heartbeat? And that's when she realizes that the baby's dead. I guess during like you have to set your settings to, to a different than the way we yeah. watched it. But I thought that was really cool attention to detail, mm-hmm. which. I I think I'm going to start wearing
3: headphones for this show Mm -hmm. just so I can get everything in there. Well, there was also a moment where Magra, like, you know, the the queen's kind of like leading up to the fact that, like, you know, they're all in danger and she needs to marry Harlan. Mm -hmm. And Magra just says, I don't understand this conversation. I was like, that's how I felt through all of season one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I like that Magra is playing ball,
3: though, because she's like, I'm
0: already married. Uh a badass motherfucker you know what i mean
2: and i was a little upset when she finally agreed to it i know i was was like whoa bitch (laughs) you have a husband yeah and then we'll get to it but like what happens later i was like oh bitch
0: she's playing some games Mm -hmm. i love it all right kadish Continue all right, on. All right.
3: So, Tamocta June, Baba Voss, and Hanawa stumble across a slaver's camp as you do because they're everywhere. Uh,
1: <laughs> Those damn slavers.
3: Yeah. Uh, the slavers attack them, but suddenly Paris shows up with a bunch of badass blind bitches to murder all the <laughs> bad guys. They're about to murder Tamocta June, but Baba Voss stops them, and Baba Voss okay. and Tamocta June are too injured to fight. So Paris takes them back to their camp to rest and heal before promising to take them to Magra. And we are
2: introduced to a whole new thing that this show does with rope. Oh, yes, <laughs>
0: yes, that. But also Paris's backstory, which is much more. Well, we're, we're oh, gonna get to we're that. gonna get to, that. Did to that. this. Yes, um, I have a problem with this scene because you did? yes, I did. So Hanna will walks in right, and and Tamaki June, badass, awesome, freaking fighter who can like sense everything. Baba Voss, oh, I
2: think I know what it's Badass say? dude yeah. who
0: can sense things. Like they're like, What do you see, Yanoa? And she's like, um, looks Nothing. good.
2: Yeah. And there's like fucking
0: nine dudes that just come out well, of nowhere. They were
1: standing behind the tree. Fuck
0: you. <laughs> <laughs> These people can hear heartbeats from like a mile they, they away. Were, yeah. she, she, they were behind a Kofun. Yeah. So yeah. I was yeah. Like, and
2: we do give I think <laughs> I think the show what the show was doing there was just like reigning in our expectations because we've been giving yeah. Hanawa a lot of credit yeah. for being basically a superhero. Yeah. And the show is still saying sight is still a handicap, okay. even though Hanawa is a badass. Like still Baba Voss and Tamaqta June yeah. are badass I was and, a,
3: and also both Baba Voss and Tamocta June were like messed up. Yeah. Yes. Well they, ma- they, a, they they made a they made were-
0: a point of saying that. They were like, I haven't eaten in four days. Mm. I'm injured. You're losing blood. You've got like whipped for nine days or whatever. Like they're both like really, really bad. Which is why I was like, okay, so it makes sense why these slavers would get the upper hand on them. Yeah, yeah. Because they're injured, they're not at their peak.
1: I never had an issue I with,
2: feel like with they them did being. A,
0: I, the only thing that irritated me was the fact that Hannah was
1: like, "Yeah, it's, it looks it looks good, guys."
0: I am
2: irritated with that too.
1: Freaking like nine dudes, like yeah. right there. <laughs>
2: I feel like they did a really good job. They were hiding the whole...
1: behind the five hundred year old rhinoceros toy
3: <laughs> in the playground. Okay, whatever, man. I, I also find it interesting that um, like slavers are just like willy nilly throughout the woods. They're everywhere. Like, they're just yeah. Everywhere.
2: But when, like, I mean, five hundred years from now. I mean, you're they are blind so, yeah. and it's a post-apocalypse. Like, what do you, what's your trade? So, <laughs> <laughs> you, you, gotta, you gotta be slaver, dude. Hey,
3: they're in business for themselves. You gotta yeah. be a slaver or a
2: broodmare. Uh, I'm going slaver. Self-employed, yeah. you know what I mean?
0: <laughs> anyway, uh, but the fight scene, we kind of talked about this, these new characters that get introduced. Um, this, I think, because I watched the first couple episodes of Warrior, I'm kind of getting that vibe from where Jonathan Troper, uh, is it Troper or Tropper? I say Troper. I'd Why roll. are you asking him? Mm. Yeah, I don't know. He's yeah. the destroyer of <laughs> war. I'm the worst person anyway, to be asking. He brought some of those skills from Warrior, which I've, again, the fight scenes in well, that show well, are dope. It, it
3: isn't one of the main. Um,
0: yes, they're, yeah, the C- main circle
3: act. members, uh, yeah, the the compass. compass members uh, the from that show.
1: Yes. How do you spell his last name? T R O P P E
0: R.
3: That's yeah. Tropper. Tropper? Tropper. Like, okay. like Choppa.
0: Get to the Choppa. <laughs> get,
3: to, get to the troppa
0: Anyway. Yes, he brought some actresses um, from Warrior over to this show, which is awesome. But also the fight scene in this, like, it was so freaking brutal and cool. Well,
1: that's what we like about this show, That's what we love
0: about this show, especially this season. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think he brought some of that skill over to this. Flying
1: ninja bitches. That was
0: dope. (laughs) Yeah, with ropes.
1: Okay, before we continue
3: the conversation, let's hear a word from some sponsors. So So back back at camp, Paris fills us in on some much-needed backstory about the Compass, a secret society of warrior women dedicated to protect, protecting those with sight. She tells Hanoa that she was a former member of the compass and raised Driller Morrell, which is why Driller Morrell sought her out at the Alkini tribe when he was on the run and knew Paris would teach the twins how to read just like she helped teach him.
2: We've been wondering about this. Thank forever. you. Forever.
3: Thank you. Yeah, like, it makes Why sense.
2: does Jirla Morrell have such a boner for Paris? <laughs> He's feeding her all of this information, like what?
0: She we raised it. him.
2: It makes so
0: much more yeah. sense now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, that was, I he was, when I, out. when I
1: heard that story, I was like,
2: Oh, oh yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it made me, uh,
2: well done.
1: Yeah. It made me understand why she was so insistent on making the kids, on, read, on read, making yeah. the yes! breaking, breaking the rules. Yeah. when And they made a pact with, with, you know, Magra and
0: yeah. And, I wonder and how much and, of this has already been established and they just didn't put it in the first season
1: if if they if they're retconning this they're doing a good job yeah See see that was
3: my whole thing where i was like the first season was so stupid and bad that like i wouldn't be surprised if initially they were just like well paris is gonna be like the mary sue who does this (laughs) and then like when when tropper took over he was he was like we we got to give paris a reason maybe
1: maybe they just invented what what are these called the, Stories?
3: The, the, the girls? The oh, the compass? Or maybe they
1: just invented the oh. compass to give Paris a backstory. I'm all right with that. Yeah. And I'm completely okay with that. And
2: because- it even makes it a little bit more interesting because we've already seen that her like, her judgments were aligning with mm-hmm. Gerla Morel so- throughout the childhood of the twins. So where, where is her alliance if, now? If
0: this season makes season one better by retrospectively, oh, look, it do- I'm going to be dope. It'll that's that's going to be freaking awesome, dude. I'm so excited. Yeah, That's cool.
3: I, I mean, I, I feel like like this is stuff. If it had been planned, it should have been revealed in the first season. Yeah, um, I'm glad that they're finally getting around to revealing it now. I don't care if it's a retcon or not because it's something that we needed yeah. in order for this if, stuff I, I to mean, make sense. I'll,
1: I'll be there are so few episodes in a season for these shows. It doesn't really matter because I'm still used to 25 episodes in a season. So to me. We're still in season one. You, okay. you, know, you know, it doesn't really matter that we're retconning the show that came out two years ago because there's so few episodes.
3: It, it's it's fine. It really, but, but it, it it works. Al- it also shows the difference in the care that's being taken yeah. this season by the yeah. writers. 100%. Because, because I, I feel like they're like, okay, we know that this stuff doesn't make sense. Our job is to make it make sense. I
1: yeah. I, I do legitimately feel like I know we joke about that how they listen to us. Yeah. But <laughs> I, but I but I do feel like the, the writers and the showrunner and stuff that they, they did some, they did some research and then mm. they go, well, what are people saying? What do people want? What makes sense to, to expand and, and, and bring these characters more to life, you know? Yeah. And I, I, I really appreciate that because there's a lot of shows out there that don't give a crap yeah. about well, when what, you invest what people, your, when yeah. you invest
0: your time in something like this, well, it's mm-hmm.
2: hard to care about something right. that the creators don't care about. Yeah. Like make and us, you can tell right. that a lot of care, went into the new storyline this season. Give, and I'm give, loving give us, it.
1: Give give us some reasons to like these characters mm-hmm. and get rid of the ones that you can't salvage. Yeah. Like Boots. They got rid of Boots because he was a terrible fucking character. <laughs> he's useless. And he's he, an asshole. He's useless,
2: you, you know? <laughs> yes. And they need Kofun to become more interesting. Yeah. So they're keeping him around and I know they're going to do something with him.
3: Um, we're going to get to Kofun in a second. Yeah. But the, the thing that struck me about this episode in general is like it really was a world building episode. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. Like we've like the, the previous two episodes, we've gotten to see a little bit more of like what this world's about, but this one really fleshed it out. Like the whole compass thing, mm. the fact that there's a secret society of women warriors dedicated to protecting those with sight, you know, you put, <laughs> put, put that in next to the slavers next to the witch finders. Like, like it's really starting to become a very interesting kind of multi-layered yeah. um, like Universe. setting. That, that I did, story I did kind of it.
1: find it funny that there's a secret order of protecting the dudes. People who have sight, and none of them have seen a person with sight in like-
0: <laughs> 200 years sixth or something Six generations like yeah. or something, yeah. 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 But, but we heard gonna,
2: stories, and we're still in. But I just, yeah.
1: just want to like, stress one more time that I, I'm really appreciating the character building and the growth that's going on here. I mean, we're even getting like, like even a guy like Toad. Yeah. <laughs> I, also like, that, I an, like that dude. Also an they, actor from Warrior. He's and, they, and, and from Banshee. And yeah, from Banshee, too? Oh, right on. I, I'm a but little Jude bit- A dude has layers. I'm a little bit invested in Toad. Mm-hmm. The dude's been on the show for 10 minutes. Yeah. And I care more about him than 90% of the characters that were on the show in the entire run of season one. Yep. I know we're
2: going you know to get to it, I mean?
1: but so, I think we're
3: going to yeah. see some stuff between. Oh, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> we're literally the next too? scene. I'm I'm well, yeah. <laughs> um,
1: did, we,
0: did we see the scene yet where um, Hanoa gets in a little st- skiff with one of the
3: uh, compass chicks? Because that was my Not favorite. Yet. Not yet. Not yet. Okay. Go ahead. Continue then. All right, so at the Witchfinder camp, the other two Witchfinders, Dax and um, Fry, are complaining to Toad about protecting Kofun. Toad isn't having any of it and tells them to just do their jobs. They're literally talking about killing and abandoning Kofun right in front of Kofun, (laughs) sitting there listening to two-thirds of his protectors talk about killing or abandoning. Who knew
2: he had shadow training? (laughs) (laughs) He's
3: just sitting there like, oh, shit. But
1: But then the dipshit sticks around. Yeah, this is weird. I this is, mean it's, so dumb. it's clear he cannot take care of himself. <laughs> <Absolutely> <laughs> not. Like if he ran away, he'd be dead in like 20 minutes. Four seconds. If I had overheard that conversation, I'd bounce. I would never sleep again. Yeah. <laughs> well shit, he goes to
3: sleep. He goes and then, to sleep. We're not we're, there yet. Yeah, we're not. Yeah. <laughs> but but he he's sitting there and like they, they end the scene on a shot of him, and he's just sitting there like, oh, that was oh. a weird conversation. <laughs>
2: Really I mean, looks like he's sitting there like, hmm, uh, what, I wonder if they're going to kill me or not. <laughs> <laughs> yes! It's
3: like literally two-thirds of the guys who were tasked to bring him back to his mom want to get rid of him. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Come on, Tofu. This poor bastard. All right, so. He,
2: he could have, like, just climbed a tree and waited him out. I know, right? So, but, like, we, we've already discuss, discussed, like, Tofu. Uh, to- yes! To- that's <laughs> that's his cannot do anything. He cannot walk by himself yeah. or... Right, a horse, I know, we'll get to so it. Useless. Or climb a tree. <laughs> the only thing he can do is read and write. And he, that's not yeah. going to save you, buddy.
3: He, he'll write down the place he's being kidnapped to. <laughs> that's all he can do. Pensa. <laughs> this poor
1: bastard. <laughs>
3: All, right, All right, so so back at Pensa, Magra is practicing with her whistling sword because she can fight now. And Lord Harlan yeah. shows up to discuss their alliance. Magra d- displays her Game of Thrones skills by accepting his engagement, but will not have an actual wedding. While enjoying a long engagement, Magra wants Harlan to help her stop the war with the Trevantis and protect Baba Voss, Hanoa, and Kofun. In, I- ex- in exchange... She will offer to give Harlan his city back and convince the queen to move her capital to a different city. I so needed this scene.
0: Yeah, oh yeah. I was like, Magra needs to do
1: something freaking so, awesome. But first off, yeah. I'm like, so she's a sword fighter now. She's a Klingon. She's, she's a, a Klingon. Klingon. <laughs> that's, a bat, that's a Klingon bat list. Yeah, it's a, yeah, hundred
0: percent. Yeah, for sure. But I love the fact that it like incorporates like a audio oh, yeah. sound that's thing. Really cool. Yeah, and, and then and the they commented.
3: Yeah, Harlan yeah. says. Go ahead.
0: Yeah, the comment he makes is like, "Oh, a whistling sword, the the, the, the weapon, weapon of, of royalty." I'm like, "Oh <laughs> shit!" Yeah, mm-hmm. like I it makes sense. She's royalty. She's gonna be trained to fight. She's gonna be trained to defend herself. And the fact that she's got this, like, I don't know where she got it from. We haven't seen her with it at all. Yeah. She so just, they, maybe they had one
1: there. Maybe they had a maid. I don't know. Yeah, had a good but, uh, blacksmiths. I don't know. I
2: it, so envisioned her as like a little baby Spartan princess, like being trained. In the in yeah. the art of the whistle sword, yeah, and she's was like, like she's like, oh shit! I've been living in the caves for so long. I gotta gotta get my gotta get the rust I gotta get off, my stretch on for <laughs> my whistle sword. <laughs>
3: yeah, after having two kids, you know, you gotta get yeah. to the whistle sword.
2: She's like, do I still got it? And then she's like. Still got, uh, got yeah. Yeah. instead of
3: yoga. It's all about the whistle. So yeah. I'm down. Yeah.
0: I did like it though. I, it's it's, it was a much needed view into how Magra thinks. And I like that. She was like playing the game along with her mm-hmm. sister while like manipulating people. I'm like, good. Okay. I was really genuinely worried last episode. Like I said already that mm-hmm. she was going to be like a, a back burner character for a little while, but this brought her up. Like she's on the same level. She's manipulating mm-hmm. just as much as everybody else, which I'm down for.
3: All right, so back at the Witchfinder camp, Kofun is once again snuck up on by blind men and attacked by Dax and Fry. He continues to be worthless and calls Toad for help. Toad Toad kills Fry and rescues Kofun from Dax, who gets away. Toad is pissed that he had to protect Kofun, but Kofun points out that Toad had a choice and chose to protect him, uh.
2: he screams toad more yeah. times. Oh my god, toad, oh, toad, oh, help man. me!
3: I'm like, dude,
0: stand up, <laughs> walk away. Walk Why away. didn't you go to bed with a shiv, buddy? <laughs> he's sleeping. He wakes up and there's a dude with a rock over his head, and he's like. Oh no.
3: Yeah. Oh, man. And, and this- the, the guy woke him up because he had to feel where he was before he could <laughs> lift the rock over his head. Jesus Never Christ. mind the fact that he could have just knifed him in the throat right there. He has okay. to stand up and bring the rock over his head. And, and if Kofun hadn't woken up, he'd have been like, oh shit. Oh, I'm dead. God damn it.
2: Is this a dream? Tofu.
1: This, it, is like, it, this is like straight up season one stuff. It's here. getting frustrating. It really is.
2: I like getting little season one nuggets. <laughs> before, <what's laughs> oh, such <laughs> he
0: picks up a stick and he starts fighting back for like a split second and then he gets his ass handed to him. Uh-huh. And I'm just like,
2: geez, God damn Listen, it, man. I blame his parents.
3: I do too. I blame Boba Voss. But, but uh, Jude had a very interesting take on this. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> what was your take on it?
2: Okay. I know you're going to be so mad at me. <laughs> but I saw a little chemistry between Toad and Kofun. Oh no! no. And I know it would be ridiculous if the show did this and I don't think that they're going to do this. However, that moment when Toad's like, I don't have a choice, it's my job to protect you. And he walks away and Kofun goes, You did have a
4: choice.
2: (laughs) When the twins get back together, like Hannah was going to be like, bro, I got to tell you something. I'm gay. I'm gay. <laughs> and Bumper's <Bob's laughs> gonna be like, no shit, I'm gay. And we're gonna fist bump.
3: We're not, You're we're just not, we everyone in the show to be gay. <laughs> we're, we're, we're not shipping toad food. Okay. <laughs> toad, toad,
1: food. <laughs> <laughs> toad food.
2: You gave I it a name. Now <laughs> it must be it's true. It's officially shipped.
1: <laughs> yeah. Toad food. You did this, <laughs> man. <laughs> <laughs> i not down
0: for that I'm not, all. I don't want it. I don't want That's it. That's a t-shirt.
3: Mean, toad food. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: just a picture of those two. <laughs> and then in
2: quotes, you did have a chance.
3: I'm sorry. I shouldn't have well, said it, It's that. funny because Ho- Hoon Lee, who plays Toad uh, in Banshee, he, he was a cross-dressing gay man. So, I mean, like, the, the foundation's uh, there. Oh, God oh, damn boy. it. This show. Yeah, Tofu was useless again. I'm like... Yeah, I was like, "Scream Toad one more time, just scream it one more." time. <laughs> and, and, and Toad's just sitting there, like he he kills one of his like companions, and he's just like, "Oh, I gotta get up, <laughs> I gotta walk over there." Goddamn kid, like
2: sharpening his knife. <laughs> I'll
3: be there in a minute. him a
2: minute to handle it himself.
3: Yeah, yeah like, he's like,
2: like oh, "Fuck, this kid can't fight at all."
3: Like, like Tofu really did like spend like a good three minutes just screaming for Toad to come help him. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's awful. Yeah, he's, he's so worthless.
0: <laughs> All right. Moving on. Did we, is this the scene where they ask if he can ride a horse? Or yeah. is that later? Right no, that, that. that's the scene. This yeah. is, okay, so he's, that.
2: He can't do anything.
0: Just to put the cherry on top. <laughs> just to fucking, just to bring the point home. Toad's like, do you know how to ride a horse? And he's uh, like, um, no. Like, bro, a. F-
4: he can't see you, just pretend. <laughs> just
1: get on the horse. Yeah. The, the horse will ride you, man. Yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> just follow the leader. Yeah, it's not difficult.
2: Pretend. God, Figure I've never.
0: I've gone and riding a horse before. I've never. I'm not a
3: rancher. You just
0: pull to the left or the right. It's
3: fine. <laughs> I haven't rode a horse in years. Ridiculous. Well, it was one of those things where to- Toad was so disgusted with him that he didn't want to him riding like you know Bish like style. Ra- yeah, yeah Bish I got style. Style.
0: <laughs> So. I have, I was thinking about this because you were like, oh, he's gonna be the new Peter Peter Baelish. He's gonna he's gonna turn into a badass in a couple of seasons. And the more I see him, I'm like, no, he's Robin Aaron. <laughs> he's <laughs> Peter Baelish's illegitimate child.
1: <laughs> no, dude, he's more like uh, the, the the fat dude that went on to be uh, you know um Paris? No. Samuel? he's, he's oh. Sam. Oh, Sam. Well, yeah, but tall. Sam was actually useful though. So, well, yeah, well, only- Tofu might be useful six seasons from now. Sam was <laughs> so Sam was like um, a craven, like charming, and like you wanted to help. him. He was pretty annoying the first season. You think so? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, oh, I'm maybe. So helpless. I don't know how to fight. I'm gonna fall down. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. You're
2: right. Yeah. So mm-hmm. He might have a point. Yeah. You think he's yeah. the Sam? Maybe. He could well, be well,
3: Sam couldn't fight, but he was always smart. Yeah. Tofu's not even smart. Yeah, give him time
2: give him a minute all right he I, can I, spell I, pencil really well <laughs> <laughs> good. those letters like i can't get my seven-year-old He's, to. He in the really like good. That. and He's, my seven-year-old has had sight his whole life
3: oh my god all right go ahead continue on all right so back at their camp hanawa asked baba Voss the same question the audience has which is why he didn't kill ito voss when he had a chance we get the backstory <laughs> that baba voss's mother died giving birth to ito and thus ito was hated by their father uh, their father ordered Baba to torture Edo growing up and eventually ordered Baba to kill Edo. But Baba killed their father and ran away instead. Again, mm. this was a very much needed um, yes. exposition, dump. Yes.
0: And I loved the backstory. You get a little bit more of what's going on between Edo and Baba.
1: So so Edo's mad at Baba for killing his dad. But he doesn't but know. His, but his dad wanted him to kill Edo. Yeah.
0: But he doesn't know that. So that's why he's mad because at Baba.
1: Because, you, you know.
3: Family's complicated.
0: I like that. That was a good answer. It's not inaccurate.
3: It's very true. Family is very complicated. So, complicated. But yeah. but you'd also think, like, while he was being tortured, he might have mentioned it to Edo. Yeah. It's like, Dad asked me to kill you, and I didn't want to, so please stop whipping my back. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, don't, <clears throat> I don't know if that would have made a difference. But uh, Ito seemed to be pretty freaking laser-focused on mm. on torture and violence. I think I don't think he would have believed him. Which makes
2: me wonder what the relationship was between Ido and his father. Well...
0: Oh, between Edo's, it was probably shit. Yeah.
2: So why is he upset that Baba killed him?
0: Because Baba was forced to do horrible things to Ito. You remember okay. he said that he's like, "You whipped me harder than this when I was a kid." Like, yeah.
3: So the father made Baba do all like the torture. Uh, yeah, because and so, the
2: father didn't want to get his hands dirty, and, yeah. and
3: so Ito never knew it was coming from his father. Okay. Because Baba was scared of their father, and so he just did what he was told. Yeah. Got it. And okay. he went full. Tyrion Lannister and killed. Yeah, and, and I also. am like, a
2: shitter. Probably. <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> I, 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 it wouldn't. Wouldn't it be funny if that's? <laughs> it how was, that would, that would, would be awesome. On the <laughs> shitting
4: log. Yes, on the <laughs> <a> shitting log.
3: <laughs> so we're getting our shows all mixed yeah. up. <laughs> all right um but w- one of the things i did like about this scene was like you know when um baba boss is like you know family's complicated and she's like i was just kidnapped by my uncle and my mother's a princess i kind of know what you're talking about <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. So yeah. Like,
0: again again the world building in this episode has been on point so i'm happy with it
3: so back in Travantis, mm-hmm. ito is disappointed that Rin has yet to find the traitor in their mist Ito orders Ren to send word to every outpost that he wants Baba and Hanawa brought back to him alive. And he also hints that he might know who helped Baba escape, and Ren almost shits her pants.
2: I think Ito is just waiting for her to make her move so that he can catch her in the act.
3: I think she did shit her
1: pants. <laughs> I, I agree. That look, she, she looked like she did. Yeah, yeah, she
0: looked like she shit her pants. She was like, oh my God, they're to me. I, was I, was like, um, I better really tap that stick uh, now yeah. so that I
2: seem look, like I'm blind. I don't know where I'm going. <laughs> 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 I'm real fucking blind.
1: I just want to walk out of there right then. <laughs> just out. No yeah. stick, just disappeared.
2: Yeah. I'd have crawled through that bus.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I still don't know why she's staying in the city.
2: Me neither. Because she needs Does a she, sense
1: of belonging.
2: She's got to have something there that she hasn't yeah. revealed yet, like a kid or something. We'll see.
0: We'll find out. Maybe I'm that sighted
2: hoping... kid is hers. <gasps> no. No, no, that
1: sighted kid Jordan Oh, okay. Yeah. No, fuck that guy. Expl-
0: well, maybe she fucked
2: Jordan Morale. God, he is such
1: a man whore. Well, right? that's what he was doing. He's going around. just Spreading the seed. Banging his, spreading his seed all around. He's got a good game. game. At least he could pick out the hot ones and, you know. <laughs> Well, well, he's able to see. Right? Right? That's it's not like, very hard. If like, you can see, right? And and you got Ugly McFuggington over here, and and you okay, know, and, Magra, and, and Magra, you're like i will inseminate this one
2: doesn't it make you think less of like the more i find out about this show the more i find out about jira morell doesn't it make you think less of magra she she's like yeah pop a baby up in here and then she's like oh shit i guess i gotta go marry this guy over here like it's like it's making me like wonder what her backstory reason was jira
0: morell is is Got people freaking. Well, he's a little—he's a little, he's a little, he's a little he's bit of a cult leader. Yeah, okay. he's a little. Okay. He's, he's not. got a little bit of that cultiness yeah. going on, where he like played with Magra, got her pregnant,
3: and then was like, "In order to protect our babies, go marry somebody else." And mm-hmm. bounced. Mm-hmm. Well, one one of the interesting things about this world is that so like if you're blind, you're not aware of your natural facial expressions. Right. So it could be like Joel Morrell is able to see like how people react to you know other stimulus, and manipulate them on a different level that they're just not used to. Mm-hmm. Now again, that's headcanon. Um, but it, it would make sense within the context of this world.
2: Okay, uh, okay, I like that. All,
3: also, I found this scene interesting because uh, Ido Voss is just sitting there with like these open arrow wounds <laughs> all over his body. Yeah. He's like, Hannah, okay. what can fire arrows
0: <laughs> she's,
2: she's like how do you care. know I found, out,
3: I found out the hard way
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's got freaking holes in <laughs> them
2: would've been awesome if the arrows had still been so in them it's like, <laughs> like
1: fuck it's like you <laughs> know putting some you know which witch, witch yeah. brew stuff on the holes but anyway
0: Ren like yeah the, the scene where he was like I think I know who it was and she was
1: like <laughs> <laughs> <Bullshit>. <laughs> that was a good
0: That's scene yeah, you could hear the poop hitting the floor for like, a oh, pant leg shit. <laughs>
2: I'm gonna
0: die it was great
3: man. It You're was gonna kill
2: me so hard yeah. Yeah.
3: we also get some, some pretty epic views of Ito's beard in this uh, oh scene. my god oh, oh my yeah.
2: god what the fuck was going on with it was like, beard
0: it was like Leonidas, but like top oh, yeah. 10. Oh, yeah, it's epic. Great. It's
1: great. God, like, they like a like,
0: like, I don't
2: think gravity has an effect <laughs> oh, no. on his beard. It no, shot yeah. straight out of the bottom
1: of no, his they, chin. They, they, they straight up. Got, well, like, hold on like, a second. Lift your they, head up, like, straight up. Look, see, so, so, yeah, but mine's yeah. not down to here yet. <laughs> <laughs> so, they, they straight up have like one of those sticks you put in a in a wedding cake. Yeah, <laughs> to, to, to make him—they just like whoop, they stuck that up in a prosthetic, uh-huh. so like it goes wherever well, he goes, you know. So yeah, maybe it's just real dirty
3: and it's got that like. Back Ooh, maybe he has tattoo. a beard
2: shiv that we don't know about <laughs> like
3: yet, like Queen Kane, yes, except in the beard yes. instead of her wrist. <laughs> you guys That's a great idea. Yeah. Are you gonna hide a shiv in your huh, beard?
0: Yeah, <laughs> All right. What happens next?
3: <laughs> All right. Queen Kane is holding court with the scent chefs doing a show <laughs> before announcing Magra and Harlan's engagement and setting the wedding four days from now, which completely blindsides Magra and Harlan and screws up their plans. Mm-hmm. Magra suspects that Harlan was in on this, but can't be sure. But one thing she is sure about is that she doesn't trust Harlan or her
2: sister. Made me think that the, the queen, remember in the beginning when she was like, I'll be as quiet as a spider. Makes me think that she was there the whole time that they, were, that they were talking about undermining her.
0: I think, she, like you said before, she's just three-step ahead of everybody. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, Sorry, she's, I'm really drunk right she's killed everyone who's <laughs> loyal to her. So yeah. all she has is herself. Yeah. She had to have been there listening the whole I, time.
0: Well, I think, I think she knew what Magra was going to do. Like, she's going to try and postpone this as long as possible. And she was just like, all right, give it a shot. And then she goes and she says something like, oh, it's going to be in four days from now. Also, the scent chefs, um, another epic piece of world building that we didn't have. What are they? They're Okay, so, like, you get this group around. And how do you have a party with blind people? You do, like, the big. Yeah, they're
3: basically scentiers who who, um, use cooking utensils to create aromas that stimulate all the blind people. God. Party smells. I
0: mean, it's like walking into Jude's house when somebody's
2: sick, you know,
3: so yeah, it's goes, like
0: a witch hazel, oh, fucking man. peppermint. Fucking, and now we all have burnt sage.
1: I'm looking for like for a, the spirit. You are healed. <laughs> you, start, you start looking for the pentagram on the ground. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> on the ceiling. So
2: you can't
3: <laughs> yeah, but, but it's funny because we've, we've had conversations before about how this society should really like place a great importance on musicians mm-hmm. and, and stuff like this where like, this is the first time where, you know, even Queen Kane says like, Oh, the renowned scent chefs yes. uh, of such and such a place. Yeah. And, and you're like, okay, yeah, I can, I get, I, it, I, yeah. I can yeah. get that. We I get said it, it
2: and they did it. What else do you guys want to see?
3: <laughs> JCVD. 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 J-C-V-D.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: All right. What happens next? All right. Um, so before I, I, I get to the the final two scenes in in this show, I just kind of want to talk about um, my theory about what's, what's being set up here. Do you okay. think Toad is gay too? <laughs> no, I don't think Toad is gay, um, but uh, they're turning the frogs gay. So, uh, <laughs> so ba- basically, uh, you have like at Pensa is where all like all the Game of Thrones shit is happening, mm-hmm. and we've we've for the last two episodes we've been getting set up about okay here's the landscape we got the uh, Travantians and then to the west of them are the Ganites and then to the east of them is Pensa and Queen Cain's position is very kind of you know. Um, tenuous mm-hmm. at Pensa, and she sees that you know Magra and and Harlan are uh, kind of a threat to her rule, and so she's constantly doing things where she's anticipating what they're going to do and then undermining it, which in a way puts her in an even more precarious position. But here's what I'm thinking: so number one, she wants Magra to marry Harlan in order to secure Pensa and their army, but I'm thinking that she's secretly Negotiating with the Ganites so that she's going to marry the Ganite king and create an mm-hmm. alliance that way. Oh. And that way they can take over Pensa, or not Pensa, Travantes. And that's like her ultimate plan. And that's why she's making the moves that she's making. And she doesn't care about pissing off the people in Pensa because once she's aligned with the Ganites, they're,
0: they're the bigger threat. The Ganites are against the Travantes to begin with. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's her, like, the enemy.
2: And Keep your enemy close. And, no. and,
3: and what she can bring to the table to the Ganites is what, like, marry me, old, and you uh, get the Pensa army yeah. to help you take out the the, the enemy of my, my enemy is my friend. Yes. Yeah. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> she
2: <laughs> is a goddamn spider, isn't she? Hell yeah,
3: man! I dig I, it. I think that's going <laughs> to be one of the big reveals. Is like once we're introduced to the Ganites. That's been her plan all along, and everyone's going to be like losing their shit because mm-hmm. she outmaneuvered going And this I, that's is that's good, gonna be us. this
2: is good writing because so, we're hearing about the Ganites, so we know about them. Yeah. they don't just come out of fucking nowhere. You know who oh. the
1: leader of the Ganites is, right? It's it's, it's, it's going to be uh the Edge. No, <gasps> <laughs> from no. from the WWE. No, no, it's going to be it's going to be the guy who plays Tilk <laughs> in SG One. <gasps> <laughs> Now and
0: that then, show I do watch.
3: <laughs> that that would actually be pretty cool. That would be that would fucking be really dope. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Another little Stargate thing. Yeah, it's either yeah. him or John Cena.
1: And their name
0: were the Ganites. <gammaids. laughs> <laughs> it's fucking John Cena. With a fucking walking stick I'm talking about. Do it. He's still got his peacemaker fucking helmet on. <laughs>
3: Ooh. All right, so All right. so we're at the final scene. But before we get there,
0: I, I I must have missed when it happened, but there my favorite besides the ending scene, but my favorite scene with Baba Voss and Henoa. Um, she was having a little spat with one of the chicks from the compass, yeah. and she's uh-huh. like, You're gonna be dead within a week. And Henoa was like, bitch, what'd you fucking Like she like walked up on her. I
3: uh-huh. was like, Henoa. <laughs> <whoa>. <laughs>
4: slow
3: I slow your roll. bro." <laughs> Like, (laughs) was that the scene where she's like, Hanawa behind me, Baba Voss behind Hanawa? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was right after, yeah.
0: I love Hannah's aggression. She is so ready to go uh, freaking fight some she's people.
2: She's like on, she has roid rage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, well,
3: she's going to be trained in the ways of the circle now. I yes. she's just compass. Freaking throwing the rope around and mm-hmm. cracking people's and, necks. And the circle, their compass. compass. I'm, the I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. The circle, <laughs>
1: compass. Same thing. Yeah, same uh, Circle, thing.
3: compass, whatever. <laughs> okay, so you like, know what I meant. <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> compass is the uh, exact kind of like counter to the witch finder. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so she's going to be trained in their ways. Mm-hmm. Yep.
2: Because that girl wanted Tamakta to to June's ears.
0: Mm-hmm. They all wanted
3: to kill Tamakta June. Babo Voss is the only one who kept him alive. I know. Which... Yeah, but Tamakta June could take care of him. One of the funniest parts in this episode is when he gets drugged. <laughs> he just like, oh, yeah. he falls, <laughs> over he falls over. And he's so like, that, that
2: chick was
0: like, I would have not have slept this whole time if yeah. he was still awake. <laughs> she
2: was like, I, I'm really tired and I really want to go to sleep, but I can't unless he goes to sleep. So I had to drug him. Yeah. You guys he just more sit, food?
0: He's sitting there. He's just...
2: Yeah. <laughs> she <just walks> <laughs> she's so nonchalant about it too. She's yeah. like, you guys want more to eat? Or yeah.
0: I loved it. It was yeah. awesome. I like her. I do too. She's
2: got spirit.
3: She's got yeah, yeah. spunk. And i like,
2: a- I, I miss um Bo Lion but she's kind of filling that void for me. Okay.
3: I gotcha. I'd be fine if Bo Lion never showed back I, up again. I feel like
1: she's gonna show back up.
0: She so I might. I hope she
2: does.
1: We've got I've got some inside information that I can <gasps> Oh shit. Okay. Son of a bitch. Inside
3: information. <laughs> All right. So back at the House of Enlightenment, Ido Voss shows up to confront Driller Morel, whom he suspects is the one who may have helped Baba escape. However, during their confrontation, Ido figures out Driller Morel can no longer see and fucking kills him! Yes! Yes! I love how he just like jumps right to the
1: thank you. (laughs) I was so freaking excited. Okay, so the buildup for this cut his head right off.
0: The buildup
2: for sure because they see his head roll across. (laughs) the Oh,
0: they don't leave any room for Uh -uh. nuance at Uh -uh. all. Uh -uh. Um, But the fact that Ito was like, "You're not walking around as much as you normally do. (laughs) You you flaunt your sight around me, and you're not doing that now. You can't see."
3: And then he's (laughs) fucking. Well, yeah. well f- first he feels his face and he feels all the scars. Yeah. Oh, eyes. that's right. Yeah. And he confirms
0: it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. dude. So this was like, we've talked a lot of shit about Morell. I think last episode I was like, he's so first season. Like, I don't yeah. want, nobody right. cares about him. We and, don't like him. They all agreed with us. And they all agreed with <laughs> us. They're I like, know. yeah, you're right.
2: You're right. I going. appreciate them taking the time to actually like kill off the character rather than just like not addressing it yeah yeah, yeah. well, it, well it's, it's,
3: just, it's interesting because so they set it up so like oh we're gonna have this completely stupid and boring subplot with driller morell looking to like get his sight back
2: subversion <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah and so like you didn't see it like when it was coming because i remember like we were watching it in bed together and when uh you know cuts off Driller and head you were like, what just happened? Probably because you were asleep. I, <laughs> I, <make
2: that. laughs> I had to rewatch the whole end. I kept nodding.
3: But, uh, but it, it was really one of those things where it, it was like, oh, you think Gerald Morrell's going to you know, yeah. kind of you know, um, talk his way through it uh-huh. and uh, Ido's not going to be any wiser about it. But then it's like, nope, he figured it out. And, yeah. and that's one of those things where it's like, it's always nice when characters in shows and movies are as smart as the audience is. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's one of the problems with Kofun is like Kofun's way dumber <laughs> than the audience, and and so like you know when you get a scene like this where it's like genuinely a surprise that they killed off this character, and you're like, thank you, I'm glad that they're killing off all these useless characters. Yep, um, it really seems like they're setting up something good, which brings yeah. us to the next scene, which is actually way more exciting to me than mm-hmm. what just happened with the killing of Joel and Morell, which is Ito then puts the greatest scientist in Travantis, Tormada. <laughs> Played by Stargate SG-1 uh, character- Atlantis. Stargate-, Star- Atlantis. Star- yeah, Stargate Atlantis. Stargate Atlantis. actor David Hewlett, who played Dr. Rodney McKay, okay. the greatest scientist on Stargate Atlantis <laughs> and my favorite character, in charge and tells Olaman if he wants to protect what remains of his family, he has to share all of his sighted knowledge with Tormada. And the House of Enlightenment now belongs to Idova.
0: Yes, what a power move. I loved it. And I, I know I don't watch Atlantis as much, but I, again, I am familiar with the characters. My wife watches it all the time. So I'm kind of like third party of that show. And I saw McKay and I was
1: like,
3: hey, dude, dude I didn't recognize him. At I first. didn't either.
0: Oh, I did immediately. I, I was just, like, holy
3: shit. I I'm just, like, that's
0: freaking that's that guy from Atlantis. I still, I
1: he still doesn't look like him. I just saw him on the TV and it,
3: I still didn't recognize him. Yeah. Yeah. Him. He like they really transformed him. Like yeah. you, you can tell it's him now. But like the, the first time I watched, it, I, was, I was like, I need to hear him like, talk. Who's that guy. I can't wait
0: to see what this does because a, a blind scientist who's going to force a, a bunch of sighted people to like show them the I would way. Just,
1: I would just feed him a bunch of bullshit.
3: <laughs> well, I, I have a theory about this if you oh, want to hear. It. Yes,
0: I do. Absolutely. Okay.
3: So it's no surprise that Ito is teaming up the greatest scientist or one of the greatest scientists in his entire city with these people who can see and Edo wants to build a sighted army. Mm. I think what they're setting up and we may even oh. get it by the end of the season. A cure for the virus. Is that um, Tormada figures out a way to restore blind people's sight. Hmm. And, and, and so, like, even if Ido Voss fails, um, Jalur Morel's children now have the ability to create a sighted army that can take it to Baba Voss and his kind.
2: I mean, they're still just going to sit in that fucking library reading.
3: Yeah, but
0: I, I was thinking about this, too. Because, like, what are you going to do with the scientists? How did he become the, a scientist? You, the the vi- We've established in the show, first season, the second season, that this virus is what's causing the blindness. If you can cure the virus,
2: mm-hmm.
3: or something like, like you know,
2: yeah, but then we won't have a show.
3: Yeah, we will. Well, well, we d- we don't know how they're going to restore sight, but I think that the setup with Julian Morell this season, mm-hmm. where he was like, study the books, figure out a way why to restore they, my sight. Why, listen, why
1: would the show want to restore
3: sight? Listen, if, if that's that's the in, that's the well, well, DNA well of the show. Th- they even set it up with Hanawa and Paris where Paris was telling her, like, you, you know, uh, there's always going to be like prejudice and, and stuff like that mm. in, in humanity. Right now, the blind are prejudiced against sighted people. If sighted people ever return, the prejudice could switch around. And, you know, she's in she, human she, nature. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's in human nature. And so, like, I think that's going to be the big setup where eventually um, Kofun and Hanawa are going to be caught in this war between the sighted and the blind. And they're going to have to figure out a way to bridge that gap. I mean, we're we're talking season three, four, five, like it, wherever we get way down, down the road. Line. But yeah. I think that, that that's what they're setting up here. I just, I just, For me, I imagine guys
0: like Baba Voss and Ito Voss and all these badass warriors, they're already badass with no sight. And then you figure out a way to cure that virus and they have sight all of a sudden how much more badass. They wouldn't, they wouldn't, wouldn't be as but badass.
2: Can you imagine how confusing that would be if you like you're... 40 year old man who has adapted in his, as a, as a, like a savage in this, this brutal world. And like you're hit all of a sudden with sight, you you don't understand what, what things are that you're looking at. It would be so confusing. But but also
3: just like the title of the show, see, like, it makes sense. Like this is the story of the return of sight to a blind society and how it affects things. Yeah. I'm in, I'm with Kadesh. I'm in. I'm ready to roll. See how it goes.
0: <clears throat> All right. So uh, that's it for the episode. My favorite moment. Again, Hanawa having that aggression. like, I'm going to freaking fuck you up if you say that again. Like, <laughs> I love that. That was awesome. And also, Jerome yeah. Morrell getting his freaking head chopped yeah, off. Yeah, <sighs> Thank you. That was amazing. That was like such a wish fulfillment moment for I know, me. it really was, right? It really was. Uh, this is pr- so far, I know we've only had three episodes, but this was my favorite episode of the season so far. Really? Yeah, because it's just the yeah. world building of it and the character exposition and like getting the backstory with Paris and figuring out like literally cutting the fat again. We had boots last and now we have Jeremy Morrell. He's, he's just extra fat. We don't need gone like terrible characters. It was great. Yeah. It yeah. was, it was like such a relief to watch this episode and be like, they're doing everything
1: I wish they would have done. It's amazing. Yep. Um, Vader, what'd you think about this episode? Great, great episode. My favorite of the season so far. Yeah. By far. Yeah. I, I like like you. I, uh, I I love the world building. I loved the exposition of what they're and the stuff that they're setting up and mm-hmm. the explanations of what's come before. You know, Paris's backstory was cool. I loved the the Compass Girls. You know, yeah, it was, it was it was a lot of fun. I had a really good time with this episode, and I really love you know Queen Kane starting to grow on me a little bit. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. See, uh, it's like a, I'm I'm starting to get into that character a little bit, and uh, I hate her, but I still kind of like <laughs> love her. her. I really like her. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird if they actually like kill her or something weird.
2: Conflicting emotions. It, it'll it'll
1: be a weird uh, sensation to go through someday. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because she can't live. She she it, it, in the end she has to die, at some point. She, you know what as, I mean?
0: As far as we know right now, she's still the main antagonist. I mean,
1: even if it's like the very last episode, she's got to die at some point. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so it'll, it'll be weird. Eh?
0: All right. Jude, how about you? what did you think about this episode?
2: Um, I'm surprised that you said it was your favorite episode, but I get why you said that. Um, It wasn't as exciting as the first couple of episodes in the season, but like we got, we learned so much that we needed to, that I'm excited for what this is setting up. Okay. And then uh, I also have some, some designs. Oh, let's, let's do
0: Katie's final thoughts and then we'll do the fashion report. Um, Katie, how about you, bud? what did you think about this
3: episode? Again, I hate this episode because it was so good. <laughs> like like every every scene with Kofun, I'm like, I want every scene to be like that. Like every scene in the oh, show. I you
2: so much.
3: So I want season one levels of terrible and I'm not getting it. Nope. Yeah. Thanks, John Tropper <laughs> for making this show so good and ruining my enjoyment of it. But no, like, like this was a really good episode. It set up like we really needed this kind of like backstory mythology episode to kind of set the stage of this world like that was one of my biggest problems with season one is they just didn't do, do enough world building mm-hmm. and this episode was almost all world building and the, the surprises were surprising and we're getting more sg1 actors which is or, i'm sorry stargate atlantis actors which is awesome and um, i'm really looking forward to seeing more of uh, david hewlett's uh because i just love that actor he was my favorite character on Stargate Atlantis. So. I'm excited to see uh, where this is going, and I hope that my theories turn out to be correct.
0: That'd be awesome. So far, Jude's been on point, and uh, we've I presaged it. Yeah, we've had yeah, con- to- toad food. We <laughs> no, please don't. You heard like it
2: that. here first. Oh no.
0: Um, well, we did get confirmation uh, from some of the cast that our some of our predictions uh, when we talked about episode one and two have pretty much on point for what's going to happen for season two. So we're, I'm really excited and I'm glad that we're on, on the same level with the people who are making the show. Um, Okay. So we have a fashion report guys. If you're new again, uh, Jude, Jude, during our first season, did uh, fashion reports for us because she wasn't always able to join us in the studio. And uh, we felt like bringing it back because it's one of of those nostalgic, fun things that we did for season one. We're going to continue on. So Jude, take it away. What is the fashion report for episode three?
2: Well, as previously discussed, Rope isn't just for messages anymore. For the gorgeous ladies of the compass, it's dominating as this season's signature murder accessory. (laughs) Coming onto the scene from literally out of nowhere, these gals wake up, choose violence, and give no fucks while bend and snapping whips and slashing necks along the mountain edge. And don't think your little workout ensemble escaped my attention, Princess Magra. I see you. Unless it's heresy, then I don't. <laughs> Wearing blue cinched up no nonsense sumo shorts, she invites Lord Harlan into her royal whistle sword sweat sesh to accept his proposal and make it clear that the gym is the only place they'll be working up a sweat in this (laughs) relation. And finally, no fashion report would be complete without a mention of what the queen's wearing. The sovereign deceiver wears crazy like a rain slicker in hurricane season. And baby, it's cold outside. So keep that neck wrapped and away from sharp objects, because winter is coming. Until next, Chet.
0: Nice. Very well done. Chet, Chet.
1: Mr. Matt Vader, where can they find you on the socials before we get out of here? You can find me on the socials at MattVader74 on Twitter and Instagram. And TikTok, I guess, and um, uh, where else?
3: I have to say, Vader, your yeah. TikToks are fantastic. They're, I they're really terrible. enjoy your
2: TikToks.
1: They're not good at all.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's why they're good. They're they, this is someone who wants more to see season one. <laughs> 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 There's
4: Vader's TikTok. They're, they're the worst.
3: <laughs> but yeah, those those are the
0: places. Right on. Thank you, sir. Jude, where can they find you?
2: You can find me at I am Juju on Instagram, on Twitter, and on TikTok. Also,
3: excellent. Mr. Kadish, you can find me at Matthew Kadish, K-A-D-I-S-H on Twitter and Kadishbooks.com We'll take you to my Amazon page.
0: All right. I'm the Salty Nerd. Thank you guys so much for joining us this week and stay tuned. We're going to be doing this whole season for C season two. We're having a ton of fun and look for some possible uh, interviews coming up pretty soon. And if you guys like what we do here and you want to get more of it and you want to get the raw unfiltered salt that we have, go to SaltyNerdClub.com, join the club membership You will get four exclusive podcasts every single month on top of uh, outtakes where we go just completely nuts. We get too drunk. We have to cut it out of the show. Uh, We have a ton of fun doing it. It's not just gibberish that we cut out because it's not good enough, but it's literally stuff that we just doesn't have anything to do with movies, but we just start talking trash. Or yes, we'll get over us there.
2: kicked off. Or we'll get us laps. kicked off. And,
3: and if they like our C-reviews, we're going to be doing the exact same thing for the next big Apple TV show Foundation. Yes. Yep. And, Ex- and that's going to be exclusively for members. Yeah.
0: Members only uh, spoiler reviews for Foundation, the next show that's coming up yeah. in a couple months. So join us. Join the fantastic community that we already have. You guys will get exclusive access to our Discord chat where we do watch parties and, and video games. And you guys can actually choose the movies that we review every month. Uh, we get our, our, uh, club members right now are like, Hey guys, we need to watch this movie and we'll be like, we're on it. So jump in there, join the community. We really appreciate the support. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Thank you guys so much. We're having a blast talking about this show. Shout out to the cast and crew. We love you guys. We talk a lot of shit, but we have a lot of fun and we are promoting the hell out of your show. We have a ton of fun talking about it. So thank you all very much for checking our stuff out. Don't. Don't, make don't. In. JCBD. 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 Come on, guys. Just make the phone call.
1: <laughs> I'd be so upset. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you very much. And as always, stay salty, my friends.